You're listening to episode 300 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 300 of the Room to Grow podcast. I am blown away that <laughs> we've hit 300 episodes. I can't even quite wrap my mind about it, around it, even though I've been the one to talk for all 300 episodes. I'm sort of like, wait, what? 300? <laughs> and... I, I struggled a little bit with what I wanted to cover in this one. I thought about doing sort of a recap of some of the incredible episodes that um, that ha- have and, and guests and everything that have gone on on this podcast, but I wanted to do something a little bit different, and I also wanted to be straight up with you. Um, so this is, I think this is actually going to be a little bit more of an episode around like trust and opening to love and training your nervous system to receive releasing attachment to timelines and honestly like showing up even when you're ready to throw in the towel because (laughs) what I really want to tell you is that in total transparency I have been putting off doing this 300th episode for literally months because I have been so annoyed with myself that it has taken so long it's taken me so long to hit this many because if I'd hit, you know, if I, if I'd stuck with my usual two episodes per week, all through last year, uh, all through 2021, I would have hit 300 episodes many, many months ago. And 2021 was a tough year for me. Um, and I wasn't nearly as consistent with the podcast as I usually am because I have just been last year exhausted me on, on both a cellular and a spiritual level. And I took the opportunity to take some time away to, do a lot more of my own healing work to work on other projects. I've also kind of been hibernating for the last month or two. Um, and I've just really missed sharing new episodes every week. This podcast never feels like a chore to me. Um, it's, it's one of my, my greatest joys that some of the biggest joys of what I do other than writing and stuff are, um, actually coaching, like getting to coach people and this podcast. They are just my favorite parts of my job. And the irony of my avoidance delaying the process of releasing the 300th episode even further is not lost on me. (laughs) Like being annoyed with myself for not having gotten there yet and that annoyance preventing me from actually getting it done. Yeah, trust me, I I see the irony. (laughs) And I also, I fully acknowledge that I am a recovering perfectionist. Meaning that my perfectionist ways can still creep up sometimes and try to paralyze me to prevent me from showing up at all, even when, you know, especially when I feel like I'm maybe not doing it exactly right or, or exactly at the level that I want to be doing it at. 
And this, this podcast has actually been a really, um, a really helpful practice in changing my previously perfectionist ways. And, and I, I, I'm talking about this, especially because I talk to so many people who listen to this podcast and I, I work with clients who often struggle with the same thing, like feeling like you want it to be perfect before you do something, anything, whatever it is. Right. Even though what even is perfect? Like perfect doesn't even fucking exist. And it's usually just this, um, perfectionism is usually just masking insecurity for the most part. And this podcast has been so helpful in, you know, helping me to move through a lot of my own fears because I started this podcast back in June, 2017. If you've never really heard the story of how I started this, um, I had another podcast called Fit and Nourish Mind with a dear friend of mine, uh, Kate Horner. She and I co-hosted the podcast. We did about 50 episodes. And then we ended up, um, it, it was just a mu- totally mutual decision. Uh, we're still in great terms. All of those things. We just decided to end it. We just kind of saw the writing on the wall and, and I wanted to keep going. And I'd had an idea for the Room to Grow podcast. So I decided to launch it and launched it in June, 2018. And it has seen me through (laughs) by far the most turbulent period of time in my entire life these past few years. And I intentionally titled it Room to Grow so that the podcast and I could grow together because I knew when I started it that it, it wasn't yet exactly what it was going to grow into, what I hoped that it would grow into. But truly when I, when I started, I, I didn't really know how on earth it was going to go. And I never could have really even anticipated still doing it like this, this far in, um, and to have so many people listening and it like this podcast is now listened to in more than 120 countries around the world and counting and has consistently hit top 200 charts globally since August, 2019. Uh, about a year after I, I launched it and it continues to hit top 200 charts weekly. And it's, I can't tell you the number of times that I have created an episode and hit publish, even though I was shitting myself. About publish. <laughs> like there've been so many times where I was like, is this just, is this even worth saying, is this, is this necessarily worth someone's time? Am I just nattering on? Like, I didn't know when I launched this, if, if my only listener was basically going to be my mom. Like I, I really had no idea. I just knew that I felt really pulled to do it. And this podcast has absolutely given me life. It has also completely changed my life in more ways than I could ever even start to begin to share. Like I have met some of the most amazing people basically solely because of the Room to Grow podcast, both as guests and as listeners alike. In fact, this is just, again, this is just one of dozens and dozens of examples that I could give you. There was uh, a podcast listener who reached out last year, sent me an email about how she'd been listening to the podcast, how it had helped her, these different things. Turned out she was um, somewhat local to where I I often hang out in Canada and ended up meeting up with her uh, a few months ago and we've now become dear friends. And it was because of the podcast. She and I never would have crossed paths otherwise. That's just one example. 
And despite all of these mind-blowing numbers and, and stories, frankly, like I, my mind is blown that, that this podcast is listened to in 120 countries and listens and is tops charts every week <laughs> around the world. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> that never ceases to shock me. And, and the people I've connected with, like despite all of these amazing things, and despite the fact that I truly, I have said this before, and I truly have always meant it and continue to mean it, when I say on this podcast that when I come forward with a vulnerable story or share, um, often those times where I'm shitting myself before I publish, it's in the hopes that it touches just, just one person, even just one. And despite the fact that I, I do, I absolutely mean that, that if it just, if it touches one person, I've done my job. I also have a vision at this point of where I want both this podcast and my journey in general to go, my career. And it's so massive on so many different levels that it scares the fucking shit out of me. Because I know that bringing that vision to life is going to require me to step up in such enormous ways that it can be terrifying to even think about when I put that visionary cap on instead of focusing on just the, the one step forward at a time. And it scares me to the point that I've caught myself self-sabotaging many times over. And I've, I've had to build a lot of self-awareness in around that to catch myself when I start getting pulled down that rabbit hole. And I, I've, I've actually done um, a couple podcasts about, you know, the fear of failure and the fear of success. The, the fear of success in particular is one that I've really grappled with. Um, and I, I definitely recommend checking out that episode because there's a lot wrapped up in that that we don't always think about we're like well what do you mean like it's a good thing to be successful but there's a lot that comes with that that we have to be able to train ourselves to be open enough to receive what's coming in and sometimes while I am again this is this is the duality I always talk about the nuance and the duality I am always <laughs> always simultaneously shocked and blown away at how well this podcast has done. And sometimes I've also felt like the journey hasn't necessarily matched what I thought I would have accomplished by now on some random ass timeline that I had created in my head. It's, it's a combination of, of both and, <laughs> and reaching even one person is just the biggest gift and astonishes me every single time that I am gifted with this platform to be able to share anything at all. And I've also got big dreams, big goals, like these huge visions and, and long-term plans. I don't know how they're going to come together. I have no idea, but I fully believe that they're going to happen, just not necessarily on my timeline. And that's part of the journey of acceptance is detaching from the outcomes. So I've, I've recalibrated a lot <laughs> on nearly every level <laughs> in the last few months. And I have thrown out the timeline and I have released the attachment to the outcomes and instead am refocusing on action steps and building momentum in, and those types of things, because that that's where, that's where the juiciness is. That's where we learn the most. That's where we get to actually create the path as it unfolds rather than focusing on some distant point in the future and or, you know, looking at the top of the mountain from the bottom going, how the hell am I going to get up there? Right. 
And when we, when we get so tied up in, in some sort of end goal or outcome that we have in mind, we don't actually allow space for the magic to come in. I love giving people that reminder because I have to give it to myself all the time too. At any time you hear me talk about anything on this podcast, it's something that I have struggled with in the past or that um, I'm maybe still in the midst of, and I always usually tell you if I'm still in the midst of it, um, or it's something that I maybe thought I've mastered and then it's gonna come up and hit me in the face again in a different way in the near future. <laughs> so it can be, it can just be a whole lot easier to self-sabotage because the outcome can feel downright overwhelming. And learning to release and, and let go of the attachment to the outcome a little bit, it's a lesson that I feel like I'm constantly learning. I've gotten so much better at it, especially in the last few months, but it's still something I have to remind myself of sometimes too. And, and not allowing the expectations to take over. I never had any expectations about where this podcast would go when I started. I, it has blown by anything I ever had in my mind as possibilities and opened up so many doors along the way. And having come so far, it's also gifted me with a whole new vision that I'll continue to work towards one, one episode and one action step at a time, right? So on this 300th episode, <laughs> Here's what I'm committing to you publicly as a form of accountability to myself, because I really do. I always feel that accountability is one of the best ways to get something done, to achieve um, a goal or to just, just to bring other people along in the journey with you. And that is that I'm going to be showing up a lot more, even when it's not just right. And you know, again, like perfectionism, trying to make things just so isn't even real. It's, it's curating to a degree that I'm not comfortable with, even though I always give you a view behind the curtain and, and I'm always totally open and honest with you here. I want to take that to new levels and give you the real deal behind, behind the scenes over here, because I talk to people every single day who are feeling the same way. And my concern is always that anyone might be out there thinking that I have life all figured out. <laughs> I, I'm very much a human with very real emotions and, and just as many messy parts as anyone else. And I'm just trying to learn and, and grow every step of the way, just like you. And what would it be like to practice such self radical, such radical self-acceptance that all of us could realize that, that, you know, we're worthy just right now in the moment, exactly as we are just as worthy as you would be, even if you magically snapped your fingers to get all of your shit together right this second, which for the record, literally no one has their shit together ever. <laughs> and this is a daily practice. Like this, this practice of self-acceptance is, is something that we have to come back to over and over and over again. And I, I use the word practice there very intentionally because it will continue to show up in, in new and different ways at every single stage of our lives. But the good news is that the practice makes the process start to become a little bit easier over time. And I just, I can't tell you how many times, since we're being real honest here, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times in the past year in particular, I have wanted to give up, just completely give up, throw in the towel, shut my business down pretend I'd never done any of this work in the first place, even though it's the work that I know with every fiber of my being that I'm here to do, but just shut it all down. Never go on social media again. 
close the podcast, avoid getting into another relationship, go back to living on an island, <laughs> but this time totally off grid and just bury my head in the sand and never speak to anyone ever again. And I remind myself when I think about going to hide on an island somewhere, I've started over before. I have started over before. I have changed nearly every single aspect of my life all at the same time against most people's recommendations. <laughs> And on such massive scales, I didn't know how I was going to survive, but I did. And actually with quite a lot of grace, if I do say so myself, um, looking back, I actually even surprised myself a little bit <laughs> and I know that I could do it again if I ever decided to do so, which is an extremely powerful place to be in. And if starting over meant hiding on an island, never speaking to humans again, that would be the easy route for maybe the first three days or so. And then it would very rapidly actually make me feel far worse. And I would absolutely hate it. <laughs> I would fucking hate it. <laughs> so what I've had to remind myself, because again, this episode is as much a reminder to me as it is for you. When you are about to throw in the towel, in my experience, is usually when you're on the cusp of massive life-changing breakthroughs. And listen, we can, we can try and fool ourselves here and, and tell ourselves that. And then it's like, well, but, but nothing happened the last time. So why should something change this time? I get that. <laughs> I, I get that big time. <laughs> because I have felt a little bit like I'm on the cusp of, of things changing in a really big way. Um, before, like several times before, but when I look back and I, I think that I had, I think that I experienced disappointment in the sort of after effects of those moments because things didn't change the way I wanted them to change. But when I look back, I was actually always right. I was always on the cusp multiple times of big, massive changes and shifts, but they were the kinds of shifts that sometimes when you're in it, you're so overwhelmed that you can't really see the forest for the trees. And, and you don't even actually realize how much is changing both around you and within you until you're on the other side of it. And often attempting to protect ourselves from more pain is usually the greatest source of pain in the first place. We keep a backup plan handy just in case. And we love a little less and we withhold just in case things don't work out with somebody. And we overthink and we don't aim as high and we settle for realistic and we wait for something to happen. Sort of those, those if then, right? Like if this happens, then I'll be happy or whatever. All in the name of attempting to avoid pain. But all of those things lead to far more pain. It's the pain of knowing that you held yourself back when the possibilities were wide fucking open to you. And if you're struggling to trust the direction of your life right now, you're actually being called to trust more deeply than ever. And trust is a, is a confident relationship with the unknown. Um, I talked about that in episode 268. That is not my quote. That is not my line. 
and I, it's escaping me now whose who's quote it is, but I, I talk about it in that episode, um, is Dr. I feel like it's Dr. Rachel something. So don't, don't attribute that to me. Okay. <laughs> but I, I've always really loved that quote that trust is a confident relationship with the unknown. And if you really think about this, if you knew for certain how something was going to turn out, it wouldn't be trust. Because trust wouldn't be required if you already knew for sure. If you already had such deep, you know, security and safety in, in knowing exactly what was going to happen every step of the way in your life, you'd be bored. You'd be bored. The mysteries of, of life are part of the most incredible portions of our journey. And when we look back, we're often in complete and utter awe at the way the universe laid things out for us in ways that we never could have predicted or imagined. And it's in the trust that we create hope. And hope is necessary to keep going on hard days. It requires a whole different kind of strength. And it requires you to put your heart into it. And the heart, you know, our hearts are the strongest muscle in the body. What happens when we never work a muscle? It atrophies, right? It becomes rigid and easily injured and weak. Opening your heart is an act of strength. And opening to love and allowing yourself to become love itself. That's not just, you know, some philosophical line. Like it, when, when you start to develop a deeper understanding of love and you allow yourself to be cracked open and to go through the heartbreaks and, and the failures and all of these things, you learn to embody love in the way that you show up in the world and in all of your interactions and to pour love into your relationships and, and the way you show up in the world and the way you treat yourself and, and into your job and your business, you pour love into all of that. My, my dear friend, Jade Tita, who is a multi, multi guest on this podcast, <laughs> he's actually the next episode is, is another one with him in our relationship series. So stay tuned for that. But he uh, uses a, a Latin reminder um, with the words relinquum amor, which is leave your love. And what that to me, what that really comes down to and means is, is to leave your love in everything that you do with all the people you come in contact with with the work that you do, the sense of purpose you embody, and to allow that to be your guiding light as opposed to a specific and super achiever type of outcome on some exact timeline. Because when we show up with love and we embody love in everything that we do, when we become the love that we're seeking in others, that's when we realize that love is always with us and that we carry it with us wherever we go. And... You, you are love. Each human is the walking embodiment of love itself. Whether you choose to embrace that or not is up to you. But sometimes we could almost say that, that we forget. As humans, we, we forget that we are love. Because, and I'm using the word forget very specifically because all of us know that on some intimate, deep level. But that knowledge is often buried under so many layers of, of conditioning and bullshit stories and trauma and hurt and, and all of these things. I'm asking you to, to simply remember. It's just about remembering. And opening your heart 
rather than trying to always withhold to prevent the pain. Like to, to me, the pain of an unfulfilled life with all kinds of untapped potential and, and a heart that is atrophied from withholding your love in, in everything that you do and, and with everyone you come in contact with is to me a far, far worse fate than the pain of multiple heartbreaks and failures combined. And that is something I will continue to remind myself of every single fucking day. And I hope that you remind yourself the same thing. Because transformation was never meant to be easy. You lose so much alongside gaining more than you ever imagined when you move through transformation. And it's worth it, but it's not usually handed over easily. And you have to remember to show yourself and the process itself both patience and compassion or the journey is going to be a lot harder than it needs to be. It's, it's almost like this, this friction that we create where we're, we're fighting and fighting and we're struggling and you actually get to choose peace. You, you get to choose that. And when we release the resistance, things start to shift. And there's a lot of energy that it takes to practice hope when there's no guarantees and there's nothing to prove that there's anything different coming your way other than what's directly in front of you. It takes even more energy to practice hope when the people around you don't believe in the same thing that you do. And, and again, like the trust required with that, right? But it's, it's also about the small things too. And there's a really beautiful quote that I, I found from Morgan Harper Nichols. I adore her. I get her. She sends out a daily email every day too. And someone actually gifted me with a couple prints of hers that I have framed too. They're, they're beautiful. And the quote is, quote, here's to looking forward to the small things. The small things that might not seem to make that big of a difference, but ultimately end up reminding us that in fact, that we are in fact alive and a part of something larger than ourselves. It's worth getting excited about any little thing that reminds us it's worth it to keep living with a heart that is open to the possibility of what's to come. End quote. These, type, these are the types of things that I have learned to really start to utilize to anchor me on this journey. And... I talked uh, a few episodes ago about the, the two words that I chose to come back to and embody over and over again this year, because I, I do that every year. And the two words that I chose, um, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, are powerful and thriving. And those two, those two words are anchoring me on this journey as well. Um, what episode was that? It was actually episode 297. Uh, slowly, 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 suddenly is, is the name of, of the episode. And I hope that you can both find and create as many things as you need to, to anchor you on your own journey as well. Even when it feels like nothing is maybe shifting or changing, there's so much happening that you just can't see or even quite realize yet that you might not be able to fully recognize or appreciate until you get a little bit past this stage. And then you need to take a moment to look back and go, holy shit, look how far I've come. Because that's the other part is that we often forget to celebrate. You know, I could easily get the emails that come to me um, every, every week letting me know where I've landed on, on global charts and whatever, or 
signing into my podcast hosting thing and seeing like how many countries I'm listened to and, and all of that. And I could easily just start to take that for granted because I get them every week and I, I look at those numbers every week and, and whatever. And, and I could just take that as commonplace or I could also be like, damn, you know, like why, why am I not where I want to be yet? Like I could go one of two ways there, but I always take a moment every time to look at those numbers and I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy, unreal. And I am so fucking grateful. Like it blows me away every time, but that's not by accident. Like I've cultivated that, that practice because it truly does astonish me. (laughs) And I never want to take for granted any part of my life, my business, um, anyone in my life, any of my relationships, anything like that. I never want to take any of that for granted. And sometimes we have to really take the moment to just actually celebrate how far we've come because it can be easy to just keep moving the goalpost and to just keep looking ahead at the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I'm not saying that goals aren't great. Awesome. Fantastic. And yes, there, there are always more ways that you can grow. There's always room to grow, right? <laughs> it's the whole, whole reason behind this podcast, but I still want you to deeply understand and appreciate what it has taken from you and from the universe and, and every, you know, whatever it is that, that you believe in and, and maybe the people that have helped you or supported you or whatever to get you to where you're going. I want you to feel that, like feel the, the weight of that. And I, I mean that in the best possible way. Like that's, that's such a beautiful gift. And speaking of gifts on this 300th episode, I am going to ask you to please share please share this podcast. Um, whether it's this episode, if this one really touched your heart, or if there is another episode that you really love, or if you're brand new to the podcast, I would encourage you to maybe check out another episode or two that might capture your interest or a special guest or something like that, that I had on, uh, about a topic that, that really gets you going and to share it either on social media or to share it privately with somebody. Even one person makes all the difference. And I wouldn't be doing all this without you listening. And I am so deeply grateful um, to have you and to have your support and to have your attention and energy to invite me into your earbuds. So thank you. Thank you for sticking along with me this far. And I'm looking forward to so many more. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.